Joining me on the Colchester podcast today is Kate Khan from Refugee Action Colchester, a voluntary organisation that helps refugees and asylum seekers. So Kate, thanks for your time today. Oh, hi, Will. Thanks very much for inviting us along today. No, well, I, 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 pre- I appreciate you join, joining me. Now, Refugee Action Colchester is an incredible local organisation and you've helped, I believe, well over 400 individuals and their families who have come from over 50 different countries. That, that can't be an easy task. Um, it's not. And we're actually up to 68 countries now. Um, yeah, it's a huge task, um, completely swamped by, um, by new, new clients all the time. It, it just grows. Our organisation began five and a half years ago. Um, we were all volunteers, grassroots organisation, and um, we're now a CIC um, with an established office in Colchester running different projects. Um, and yes, yeah, certainly the pandemic um, and um, Brexit have um, obviously meant more people have been coming to us. And in terms of the sort of work that you do, yeah, and and I, and I suppose it's hard to say what's an average personal family look like because everyone's circumstances are, are different. But what are the main things that that people are coming to you and the organisation seeking help for? Um, that really varies. So um, obviously, um, paperwork, immigration paperwork, and we do work with specialists and immigration solicitors. We have had an increase um, in domestic violence cases um, as well. Um, we work with such a, a wide range of client groups, so um, migrants um, as well as asylum seekers. Um, we have people who cannot navigate the system because it is so difficult for them. Obviously, um, language barriers. We use language line um, very often to help people with um, paperwork, benefit paperwork, for instance, housing issues, um, private housing issues. Um, so, so many different things. Every day, I can say, is different in the office. There's always the buzzer goes and you don't know what that person might need help with um so we do network with many um organizations um mental health issues again navigating um for people to um to register with a gp because again some people might not be able to access wi-fi um um, they cannot read English, for instance, or it's limited. So ensuring that they can access the care and support that they need to. And what, um, what sort of organisations and uh, are sort of partner agencies and authorities do you, in effect, collaborate with in order to help refugees? And I, and I say that's a bit of a rhetorical question because I know that we do... Yeah. through my office as an MP we, we do, work yes. together as well um, <laughs> we but, but uh, yeah. I'm just conscious there'll be yeah. lots of other organizations that, that will be in the scope of your reach that that, that are all doing a little bit to, to play a part in supporting absolutely um, refugees and I'm just interested to know what sort of um, mm. what, what sort of organizations they are yeah so uh, statutory and non-statutory we work with um, charities and organizations uh, uh, the Red Cross for instance um, I've already mentioned, obviously, um, immigration solicitors and solicitors in Colchester. Um, we work with Colchester Borough Council, Colchester Borough Homes, the NHS, um, schools, um, 
obviously GP surgeries. We work with Next Chapter, um, the Women's Refuge, Beacon House, um, so many other organisations um, that are local as well as national organisations as well. Um, so we've, we've grown over the last five and a half years. So um, just working maybe with grassroots charities, that, that has completely changed now. Um, and we work very closely with social services um, as well. We have referrals from them. So, um, yeah, hugely. Um, so, so many different different organisations that we work with. That's brilliant. And, and tell me okay, about how you personally became involved in Refugee Action Colchester and helping refugees locally. So, um, yeah, basically uh, five and a half years ago, I think it was at the end of August, um, I my Twitter feed um, literally just kept pinging with so many different stories of... Um, of what was happening, the refugee crisis, it was it was on the news, wasn't it? It was ev- everywhere, basically. It was just this huge issue that was happening that that you that I think you couldn't help by being affected by it. And I sat there, I was in a different job, um, obviously, and um, I just thought to myself, along with a lot of people, I need to do something. This just isn't right. This is, you know... Uh, not right that people should be suffering in this way um we live in supposedly a modern society um what's happening uh and so a group of us came together um as volunteers and we we just kept meeting up and and wanted to do something so initially our group um we still do work with care for calais but our group um organized um stuff to take over to the warehouse and to do distributions in the jungle and to help refugees out in Calais. So that's where we kind of grew from. And people in our community in Colchester, I have to say, still are completely amazing. We're always blown away by the generosity and kindness that they show. Um, they just wanted to donate things. So we we took sleeping bags and loads of stuff over to, uh, to Calais. And that's how I began in the group. And um how the group started and it's just literally grown um it's grown from that into what we are now because we then realized that there were people in our community in Colchester that needed help and that's when we started supporting people here so that's that's how it started for me basically media um showed me that this was something I wanted to be involved in and and wanted to you know to, to help people yeah, that's it's brilliant, and I, and I think you know Colchester has got a really proud tradition of welcoming persons, people here, and perhaps you know, yeah. notably historically we've got the Dutch Quarter, or as, as some right. might more accurately um, call it, the Flemish Quarter, which came about from the yeah. the skilled weavers, which we welcomed here during sort of yeah. medieval religious conflict in Europe, but. But tell me yeah. a bit about the, and again, it's a rhetorical question, so I apologise, but I'm conscious there are lots of people who, who might be listening um, that won't know as much about this. That t- Tell me about the situations that the refugees of today face and of all of the places um, in the United Kingdom. How do people decide uh, that, Colchester, that Colchester is the place that they would like to settle? So 
basically the 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 situations that that people will face um would be things like um trauma um we have to appreciate that for many people their journey is just beginning when they come to a different country or come to our country they've left family behind um that they may never see again that they've lost contact with along the journey they're traumatized they have um some of them are quite poorly um acute mental health issues um because of what has happened many have lost children um many have lost their parents um in absolutely horrific circumstances some have been torture victims so this obviously stays with them it doesn't just go away when they when they come to a new country their um their journey is only just beginning there are huge cultural barriers for many um and then that obviously impacts on their mental health issues social isolation obviously the pandemic now um that has brought in a whole new um issue for so many um racism unfortunately many um of our clients have have suffered racism um which is incredibly sad is that locally it has been it has been and yeah unfortunately i mean i have to say again i will go back and say that we are incredibly lucky in the community that we live in but there have been incidences yes there have and that's awful for people um because they just want to rebuild their lives they want to rebuild their lives and establish um a a community and and just just to carry on um and so that that's that's awful because that just makes people feel they're not wanted and that it it just has such an impact on them so that that's that's awful um but yeah they they face huge issues there's like i said the the for for some obviously navigating things like you know journeys on a bus or even registering with a gp they they need help with that um there's so many different things when you don't speak the language and you don't know who you need to go to to ask questions um obviously it becomes incredibly problematic for them um and so our organization aims to support them through this and to empower them because they want to give back to the community and so many have so many um people have given back to to our community and made it richer um and and people who are former clients want to then help other people that then are new to colchester as well so there's there's a there's a big circle people want to be valued they don't want to take they want to give back they want to establish you know links here um and that's fantastic and that's what we want to do we want to empower people to be able to do that um so it's it's amazing to see that when it when it does happen but it can be a very slow journey for many um you know facing what has been created unfortunately in this country the hostile environment um it's it can be very difficult we do have issues um with the home office um and paperwork and this impacts upon people obviously having to wait for things for such a long time um psychologically there there is a real fear that you know they they could be sent back to somewhere where 
ultimately they they could be killed so um it's very traumatic for many people yeah and i and i, and I know it's been made even more difficult with the the pandemic and the home office understanding yeah. having you know the the the, the pressures that, ed, that everybody's been under. I mean, you've touched on this a little bit, but what, what are the, yeah. the some of the challenges that refugees face when they arrive here in the UK? Um, again, I, I, I would have to say it, it can be the hostility um, and again, navigating through um, a very difficult system which, um, which has been set up for them. And um, so when somebody is already traumatized and stressed i mean i think I, I mean i know when i when i have a stressful day it's difficult to maybe think clearly and to articulate things to people um if you're having a bad day so if you've come from um somewhere where you have suffered such trauma and you might be completely on your own and isolated you have no idea where to go to um, it's not an easy system by any means for people to navigate through um, paperwork is endless it takes time um, so that's again why our organization you know steps in to help people with that to take the pressure off them um, because the, the challenges are huge are huge to people when you have mental health issues um, things are not easy. It's it's things are difficult anyway, but obviously that impacts on everything um, for them. Um, so yeah. And the um, I know I know having spoken to a number of the um, individuals and families that that, that yeah. you supported, how sort of beneficial they've they've uh, they found that. And um, you you mentioned the sort of it the sort of intimidation and racism side and that's that's yeah. hugely regrettable and I think and I know refugee action Colchester and and I and I know a number of others have raised this with the the police and I think one of the most important things is where people do um, encounter you know, any any kind of behavior like that that they do report it so the police are aware and and can take appropriate action so so often I think you know unfortunately it's not reported which is um, but nevertheless it has an impact on on them and how they feel about being here but I mean even but parking that for a moment because we sort of covered that how how have the people that you've helped found found Colchester specifically and and you know other other than what the support that Col Refugee Action Colchester provides is is there any other kind of uh, sort of local befriending service or anything that helps them to sort of settle in and, and, and integrate yeah, so so yeah, many people are are very happy in Colchester, and 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 like I said, um, the community is amazing. When we put out appeals on social media, we're always inundated, and at Christmas, people want to bring gifts, and our, the the children of the families are are always thought about. So that that's incredible. We're we're so 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 fortunate, um, and yeah. Um, people people really enjoy living in colchester um it is a it is a welcoming community f for many um and they just want to be accepted and to be able to to get on with their their lives here um and you know start again um and uh and yeah and that and that's what we 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 do to to try and help them um we're just we're just very fortunate it's um they they do enjoy living here. I would say the majority are are very happy. Some some people have moved on to other places, and that's because they might have 
have family in different parts of the country and they want to go um, and and be with their families. But uh, the majority of people um, like Colchester and what it and what it has to offer. We have a befriending service as well that was set up um, pretty much when we when we first started. So we do have befrienders. Um, we have about seventy to eighty regular volunteers now, so that's grown, and we're always having. Um, having people ask if they can they can volunteer with us and the befriending service is fantastic because that will um, basically help people um, feel more comfortable in Colchester whether it's just going around for having having a cup of coffee going to the park with the family um, and the children um, you know maybe helping them go shopping doing school runs with them just that kind of thing just to help them settle in and and so it's nice for people to know that they've got that support there and that special person that consistency so that put that person will obviously build up um, a relationship with them and and uh, and and trust as well which is which is lovely for people um and we do run other projects as well we have forest school which is um which has been uh, funded through colchester borough council um and the families love that so that's that's a fantastic thing um and we we have um, a men's football um, group. Uh, we have a gardening group, which is run up in uh, in Highwoods in the big garden. That's very popular. People really enjoy that. Um, so yeah, so lots of lots of different um, different things that are going on, and we're always constantly thinking ahead. What can we offer people? Um, so uh, you know, to 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 make them feel more welcome and to get them out and to to mix with people. And if 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 somebody wants to, um, okay, if someone wants to volunteer or help refugees or asylum seekers, how how can they yeah. get involved with, uh, yeah, sure. with, with the organisation and and what sort of things could they could they do? Um, so uh, our website um, is uh, refugeeactionculchester.org.uk, um, and I would say go go and have a look at our website um and see who we are what we do um it will answer many people's questions there is um a volunteer form on there so that can be filled in and i would just say to people put down what your skills are what you would like to do um any ideas that you might have and then that goes to our volunteer coordinator um and um we're currently going through volunteers at the moment because obviously the pandemic we had to put a hold on that um and uh and yeah eventually we we will go back to having training days where we invite people potential volunteers along so they can meet us and ask questions um and you know see what we do um see where they might fit into the organization but but definitely yes if people want to get involved please please do go and have a look at our website that sounds brilliant. Well, look, let me let me just say yeah, thank you for everything that, that you and your organisation uh, does. I know it's greatly appreciated. And as ever, if there's anything that, that I or my office could do to help um, any of the individuals and families that you support, uh, don't hesitate to get in touch. Thank you so, so much. And uh, thank you for inviting us along today. Lovely to speak with you.